What does it mean to say I am enough? It's really just realizing like for better or worse, like this is just who you are right now. You can't be anything more than you are right now. You can't be anything less than you are right now. This is who you are. It's a very basic insight. And, and I think that's where like a lot of mindfulness that. comes in. I think you, know, you knew that. Okay, <laughs> like, I I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be where I'm at. What do you? What do we mean? <laughs> no, but I think it's like too basic. <laughs> you know what on. I mean? Life is in the living. It's in the doing. It's like it's not the flower. It's the gardening process. It's like it's not just the meal. It's the it's the cooking of it. I know we've quoted a lot of like you know very interesting and important philosophers, but to quote uh, Mr. Peanut Butter from BoJack Horseman, I think a lot of like what life is is just like you're about to die anyway, so just stay busy doing a bunch of like shit until you're done. Ideally, it's you, you, you're developing a relationship with yourself that's like kind of like a close friend. Okay, true. You just need to spend enough time with yourself and trust yourself enough that you're not gonna punish yourself if you feel like you're not doing enough. You're not gonna go like yeah. over the top and think you're like awesome if, if, if you feel like you're, you know, you're, you're on top of the world. You just have a okay. steady sense of like self. It's a red flag. So Ben, how does it feel to reach a million followers on YouTube? Yes. Are you I'm, acting brand new and are you being are, meaner to your family members? <laughs> are you acting brand new? Have you bought your Bugatti yeah, yet? Of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you act like you don't know nobody. <laughs> I'm like, they just say he changed. Know. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm very low-key, I think, with my in my personal yeah, life with my YouTube from. channel. Yeah, I... Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm just regular. I'm just like the rest of you. I just got a million people behind me, but other than that, I'm just like yeah. the rest of you guys. Yeah, <laughs> oh don't worry. <laughs> no, I mean, like, they're definitely, there's definitely, it feels different when you see. I think you get really used to the the K, like the hundred K, two hundred K. Like you see that for a really long time, mm. and then you see when it switches. Because I, I was, with, I happened to be like with my family and stuff to the M, and that was like, mm. whoa, you know, that was like a. It did. It did feel different. It felt pretty cool. It's a and then I, I, yeah, yeah. No, but it is weird. It's one of those like I'm sure you guys have had this with like goals and stuff where you're like, sure. you just you you reach a goal that it was so ingrained in your mind for so long that you didn't even think of it as like an active goal, and you reach it and you're just like, like I don't really know. Yeah. Like I'm like yeah like I'm I'm going to grad school now because I'm like I don't hmm. I don't really know what you need what another else. challenge. Yeah, I mean, that's enough. it. I, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm like, and I don't know if my my channel and its content is like, you know, I want to necessarily like optimize it for growth or anything like that. I kind of like leaving it just as is because it's just kind of grown slowly over time. I feel yeah. like fairly organically. So, yeah, I don't want to start doing like crazy like thumbnails of like the the yeah. Mr. Beast face and stuff like that. <laughs> Who knows? Um, Maybe when I'm strapped for cash. Like, right? Yeah. Like capitalism with Ben's face. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, doing this. And it's like, it's like he's in front of like some train tracks. We strapped a million yeah. babies right. to a train track and put one doctor on the other one. <laughs> it's real life oh my shit. God. If, if Mr. Beast starts doing like the trolley problem in real life, that's going to be, that's, that's cool. That's another like ethical concern that you know you you won't find in the YouTube space at least. I think you should. I think you start doing that kind of stuff, like just like extreme <laughs> philosophy, like you know philosophy XD. You know, I, a lot of like if you read like uh, moral philosophers and they're like thought experiments and stuff, it's like always the most like egregiously messed up. Like I don't know where they. I think they're just bored, but they always come up with like I don't yeah. know. It's always like killing babies or it's like it's a, a lot know, of killing coming, babies. 
orphanages are always on fire or something like that. It's always like the it's worst. Always, it's always like the baby inside of a fucking box that's like getting like <laughs> fucking poked with needles to keep the rest of the town happy somehow. Like what exactly. is this, what is this <laughs> yeah. scenario? It's like, are you still an act utilitarian? That's kind of the. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean, I because it's very much like you know. Uh, first year undergrad like philosophy mm. fucking like it, it feels good it's edgy i'm like i i love that but th- do you think that that kind of those kind of thought experiments are like are useful because i feel like i'm i make i make examples like that all the time mm. like i'm literally I, just like okay but what if it was killing babies and i'm like okay this feels like a good argument but <laughs> maybe it's like I think they're useful in the sense that, you know, sometimes when people are just like, oh, if Hitler did this or so, or like, oh, but Hitler, like, you know, like they bring up like the most yeah. like, uh, like crazy Hitler used to wear pants. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> no, but it's like, it's like they're useful in the sense that they, they point out like kind of holes in things. Like a lot of policymaking is based off of utilitarianism. It's not deontological. And like, the thing is, is like for a lot of people, they do see utilitarianism as like a generally like that's like a that's a good thing. It's like maximal kind of well-being or maximal satisfaction. Um, But when you start pointing that out, like, oh, what if you're like this one this one group of people or this like one person has to like suffer an insane amount for everybody else to feel good? You do start to you start feeling that kind of moral intuition of like, oh, maybe there's something wrong with that. Or like you start to see kind of like. And it makes you start to question, like, how our society set up. Oh, maybe we should have certain rules, like, no matter what. Try some different shit. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a very basic example, yeah. It's very easy. And also for the audience, like, might be useful, like, deontological versus utilitarian. Utilitarian ethics is, like, uh, cert- like does it have this, like, more net kind of, like, positive for individuals? And deontological is, like, is this thing, like, does it just feel right or wrong? Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. harm versus just nah that ain't right is deontological. Yeah, I'm like, not like lie, you, I looked that up. I googled deontological. As soon as Ben said it, I deontological. I googled. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like he was like, oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, uh, just, yeah. adding <laughs> this to my repertoire. Yeah, very <laughs> nice. Delicious deontology. That's, is that Italian? Is that that's the yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's a good thing to sprinkle into conversations. You can you can feel deontological about something. Yeah, like, yeah. I just imagine that's something about a guy named Dion. Like, um, but let me. Yeah, my yeah, my homie Dion. He's yeah, he's very deontological. Everything he does, he stands on it. He does. It's only he lives as him. Straight up business. Yeah. Straight up business. That's I mean that's what they got the term from. Yeah, deontological. <laughs> Um, okay, so real quick, welcome everybody to Waving the Red Flag, the number one uh, dating and deontology podcast in the universe, in the tri-state area. It's the best podcast that you're listening to at this particular moment. It's your boy, okay. Eddie. It's, <laughs> it's Josh. Uh, Alvin is currently away. Uh, he's, uh, he's he's paving paradise to put up a parking lot, but he will be back next week. Uh, in his stead, we've been joined by Ben, a.k.a. Sisyphus55. Uh, he's really too good to be talking to anybody. Um, but we've got some blackmail information on him, so uh, decided to come through. He's hit a million. He's uh, he's part of the elite now. He's joined the elite. 
It's probably just like you guys. I swear. I swear. We're all. Oh, that's what they all <laughs> say. That's the yeah. It's, it's hot in here. Mm. Yeah. He's, I'm just a working class YouTuber. That's yeah. like it. <laughs> just like you guys. Uh, donate to the Patreon, though. <laughs> Let me tell you, the grass is not as green as you think it is. It's, yeah. There's nothing harder than being rich and successful. Let me tell you, it's it's not. I I wish I could. I wish I could get rid of my followers. I just I can't do it. I just keep everything I say. They just keep subscribing. Subscribing. People just look. People come to me and say, "Can you hear me now?" Because of all the people I have following me, that's it's, it's mm. insane. Yeah, that is that is a lot of when YouTubers get like large enough. A lot of the content is complaining about how large they are, and also a lot of celebrities yeah. too. I guess like it is that is like a, it's but you can only unlock that when you have a certain amount of status. I think I kind of get it because I was having a, like an argument about uh, Raya the other the other day. Um, and whether or not it's like, is that the dating app? Like the, yeah, it's like the celebrity dating shit. And so I'm like, at some point you're going like, okay, well, fuck if I'm, if you're a faint, if you're like a famous, famous person or like even like a minor celebrity, then you're dating. That's just got to make shit weird when people already know who you are or like want things from you that are like not to do with romance or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you kind of go, got to go. I want to, you know, that seems like I get why you would be like having a followership just fucks up certain elements of having a so-called normal no. social life. Yeah. Yeah. Cause people don't see, you. but I also don't feel sorry. Cause yeah. 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 Well, yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's like, it's like a, I don't know. It's like complaining about like how lonely you are because you have too much money. So you don't like know who your like real friends are, something like that. Like yeah. it's like, it's, it's, it's another level of a problem that a lot of people just will never face. So there's like not going to be a lot of empathy. Yeah. But I gotta, I, I gotta give a little bit of pushback on that because I get it. Like in the grand scheme of things, if I'm broke, hungry, destitute, like I can't afford to feed myself. Yes. Those are like very serious issues. Of course. Like we should give, give space and um, obvious empathy feels hard for that. But on a human level, like no matter what level of success that you're at, bottom to the top, there's always certain like issues that come with each level of success. And it also creates like another barrier for you to be able to express yourself and once again to just be human without being um braggadocious or flashy. You're just like, I'm dealing with this issue that not really many people can understand. And mm -hmm. I can't talk about it because then I sound like I'm just crying and bitching about my success when I don't I can't even go outside and have a regular life anymore. And that's and that's and those are things that we take for granted. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's a basic point and it's reiterated a lot, but it's just like we are I think born with certain kind of like needs, like the need to be like loved, need to be understood, to feel like competent, to feel like you've achieved something and then culture gives us like the solutions to those, which is like you pursue money and status mm -hmm. and like especially for guys like a lot of sexual partners um or you know have like really good physical appearance, have a lot of material possessions. And then for the few that do actually get to that point, then they end up like, you know, getting addicted to drugs. They end up just like feeling, I mean, you don't see a lot of like self-actualized like celebrities. Usually you just see a lot of scandals and stuff like that. Our cultural answers don't really like provide those like psychological needs. And it's not to say that it's like having like a decent income and having those like material needs like met wouldn't lead to that. It's just like there's a kind of a diminishing returns where it's like there's a point where it's like you start getting a really, really wealthy and it actually starts to create new issues that a lot less people can empathize with, but are nonetheless like really without bad. giving you extra happiness. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. See, my issue is like with that is because if you're a fucking millionaire, you can become a hundred thousandaire. Like it's super easy. Like I can't become a millionaire, but anybody who's a millionaire can get their net worth down to what mine is. 
So if mm. I, I feel I, I struggle to have like empathy for that because it's like you you ch- you're choosing to continue being in movies. Like you can not do that anytime you you can get a regular job and then you know who your real friends are because you work at fucking McDonald's or whatever. You can do that and you're choosing not to. So it, for me, it just feels like a, cool. You you have said this wealth and this power is more important to you than these things. So I can't, how much empathy can I have for the fact that you don't have shit that you deprioritize? I don't think it boils down to always just about the amount of money a person has. Because, I mean, if you had a choice to have $5 million versus $100,000, of course, most people are going to take the $5 million any day. That's not, that's like a no-brainer. But the thing is, is like if you take like an occupation like a successful person's occupation like being a famous actor if acting is your passion and one of the and many actors have said time and time again this is the only thing i'm good at if i wasn't doing this i would i would be just like a regular person like making like you know 45 50k so if even though i have to deal with these problems and i do have like there's like real human issues that come along with it to take away something i'm passionate about and i'm good at so i won't have to deal with an issue just seems like a little bit backward but why so is, I can't why do what can't I'm passionate off about. Broadway. Well, why can't you do off Broadway? Why has it got to be in a big movie? Like, why is it? Because that, that's why that's always bullshit, though. Because it's like acting is my passion, so I had to do six back-to-back MCU projects. Like, what are you talking about? It's money. I mean, it's, you see, like the the scarcity. I think it's the scarcity mentality, and I think that's also culturally endorsed. It's just like, I mean, it is why I think you see a lot of social programs, especially on the conservative side, like cut down that have to deal with like homelessness or just like helping lower income mm-hmm. people is you you need lower income people to scare people to motivate them to maintain yeah. that like wealth kind of rat race yeah i don't know maybe it sounds that could be you timmy like, no I, that could, yeah you don't want to end up a garbage man like you, you right. know people do 100 percent use like people in different classes to like scare them to like this is why you need to pay for uni like for school because mm-hmm. otherwise Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. As you'll have to be like relegated to the class that doesn't get like nice food and nice houses. It's like it's yeah. very much some Hunger Games weird shit. Well, and like there's a thing that I've been interested in that we were like looking at. Um, it was in NYU. It was this study where uh, rich people or like l- higher income, higher socioeconomic like status people versus yeah, yeah, and like lower. It was basically just. I mean, it's on a it's on a spectrum, but the lower yes. economic status people in general were much better at uh, achieving theory of mind or understanding theory of mind, which means they were better able to understand the perspectives of other people mm-hmm. and to uh, also deal with uh, kind of understand their empathy, uh, accurately predict their emotions than uh, wealthier people. And oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they didn't really say exactly why, but I'm kind of, I think it's because like the more uh, lower socioeconomic status you are, your goals, your behavior 
is more kind of entangled with other people because your survival depends on some level of like mutualism and you kind of it's a sense of like we're all in this together so you have to understand each other whereas like i think when you're higher up it's more like a status based and you see other people as like competition so it's it's you're not really regarding their needs you might somewhat understand them but it's gonna be a little bit like uh combative i have a theory on that too i like what you said too and i agree with it i think another um component to it could also be that lower status or lower income people also deal with a wider range of emotions and reality and actually have to like struggle and really process things and get through things. And then, like you said, also like there's a kind of like a sense of mutualism, like community, because I know a lot of people can feel and understand where I'm coming from and dealing with different levels of pain based on that, you know, lower, lower socioeconomic status. Whereas rich people, very wealthy people, especially like people who have just been born into money, have that old generational money, never had to struggle, don't know the value of a dollar, don't know how difficult shit can be without this thing, are just kind of far removed from a lot of a lot of things that we just feel are normal with mm-hmm. like the struggle, you know what I'm saying? Or and kids can't and by and by that way just cannot relate to the things that most people feel. Because like you were saying, Ben, it's like, you know, mutualism because most people are lower income compared to like, you know, that level of wealth. So I feel like that's like a thing of like just being far removed from reality and then being entrenched in day-to-day reality. Mm-hmm. That was going to be my question was like, are the, like, were they taking into account rich people who got rich during their life versus those who were like born into money? Because I, I feel like if you're born into money, you don't even know what a human being is. Yeah, um, I mean like this, <laughs> this study, I have to look at what it, it was. I think they were just doing socioeconomic status. Just but regardless we, wherever you're at. But it's still on yeah. average, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, you're more likely if your parents are rich, then you're going to be rich. Exactly. Obviously. But yeah. like like our research lab, we're going to look at, because we can actually look at the how rich the parents are. So that's like a little bit of a variable. We can like, mm. we can we can parse that. We can see like, oh, maybe there's a difference. My guess was they're probably very like kind of exceptional individuals where they probably have those social skills. Like they can take on other people's perspectives and they have that scarcity mentality where they're also quite competitive. So they can, you know, maybe it's a bit sociopathic, but they can use their kind of what they learned in their, in terms of their, their, you know, street smarts to to kind of elevate. Maybe, maybe, and maybe it's evil, maybe it's not, but it's like, I don't know. It's, it's, I want to, I definitely want to like see this area like studied a lot more. I find looking at like why rich people want to be rich why there's like especially like bezos like like musk like those people where it's almost like dragons hoarding their wealth like they have too much money to to ever spend why do they do that there's something interesting like i don't think it's just i don't think it's like the basic just like oh they're they're evil and i also don't think it's the basic like oh they're just like really brilliant guys like this is just what real brilliant guys do like there's something a little bit like weird about it like there's something like kind of antisocial it is like if if you have uh, an idea I always like the really like it's really antiquated, but like I made a video on it. Like Ernest Becker's, they got um, tiny penises. That's yeah, that was a <laughs> yeah. That so one. It's like the George Carlin, like why guys go to war. But uh, yeah. no, the uh, no Ernest Becker's whole idea of like basically it's everything we do in society, from religion to war to to you know trying to heighten our self esteem, just going to the gym. It's all to deny um, our death in some way. It's to attach ourselves mm-hmm. to some sort of symbolic project that will live on past our own deaths. And, um, capitalism is kind of like a very, it's, it's a form of ritual in the sense where it's about generating surplus. And if you can generate more surplus, then you're more kind of, uh, immortal in some sense, like you're going to live on in the capitalistic, like kind of symbolic structure. 
Um, like legacy. Yeah, yeah, like legacy. That's why you just see no. There's no end to it. Like it's just it's just constant, and that's why like I think capitalism is a lot more kind of effective in in procuring its own like resources and and kind of like continuing on is because it, it it's endless it's just about more and more it's like it's mm-hmm. its ideology is the surplus whereas before in like you look at like uh, really old like tribal rituals it was a lot more contained in terms of what they were sacrificing like it wasn't like they were trying to like efficiently get as many bodies sacrificed as possible in a year it was more just like the entire ritual itself. Mm. Um, so there's something about like the the surplus. <laughs> That'd be yeah, crazy. If they had a fucking assembly line of fucking bodies. Like, like they got a, the line goes up, but it's yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a real. This is a very like uh, reductive. We got to get these these sacrifices way up. We need more virgins. We got to get the quotas up. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Like there's um, what it was like even like in rap because it's very capitalist driven. You know what I mean. Yeah, materialistic, flashy, like gathering and hoarding wealth. I remember hearing like a verse from like Big Sean. It was like, if you ain't getting richer every year, what the fuck is you doing or something like that? And then like mm-hmm. another like, but it's like that mindset, I think it actually like speaks to how they always say like, you should never be complacent. You should always be growing. And then they equate growth with more income, more money. Too money. Yeah. yeah. Mm. See, I... I'm maybe like I think I get or, or like I get a version of the impulse to like hoard a bunch of money or like make a lot of money because I think it's like okay so to quote I know we've quoted a lot of like you know very interesting and important philosophers but to quote uh, Mr. Peanut Butter from Bojack Horseman I think a lot of like what life is is just like you're about to die anyway so just stay busy doing a bunch of like shit until you're done and I think largely that's what everybody is doing I know that's what I'm doing I think that's what everybody is kind of doing so you go like look, here's, it's, it's, it's kind of just something to do. And you kind of go like, oh, I'm good at this particular task. So like if, if we were talking about an artist and they were like made a painting, we wouldn't be like, well, how many paintings is enough? It's like, well, I like making paintings. So if you're like, I like optimizing this business and stealing and exploiting the wealth of my, you know, employees. And I love, you know, building machines of fucking future horror and destruction and whatever. And I'm really good at it. You just keep doing that shit forever. You would never, you never stop because it's like mm-hmm. it's your art. And I think that's one. I do think it is evil because you're not being like you're not mitigating that with like the moral effects of you practicing whatever you're doing. But I think that's kind of all it is. Like if if you're a rapper and you're like, well, yeah, I want, I want to, because otherwise, what's the point of kind of doing anything? Like, mm-hmm. what is? I, I don't think I really even fully understand the value of the concept of enough. Or maybe I have just a divided feeling because I, I like the idea of contentment, but life is a thing that we continue to do. We can't be static. Yeah. Well, uh, Victor Frankl, he always talks about how like the human nature, like when it wants to be like happy or something, it's not about like solving the tension. It's about like actually embracing that tension between like uh. never feeling like you're quite enough. Or like Camus talks about like man is is an animal that's always trying to be what it is not. Like there's something inherent about us always trying to do. It's it's why so, the social sciences are really difficult to be considered a science is because when you research a variable, which is human beings, they become aware of the results and then they adjust to mm. those results. Mm. Whereas if you're studying like a, a like physics or you something, you know, we're literally reading it yeah. and being like, "Did you know that it's seventy five thousand dollars a year? You're no longer happy. I think I'm gonna change change this up." It's like, "Oh fuck, the results are changing." <laughs> exactly, everything. and then and then it messes up the results. Yeah, so it's like. Yeah. It's, 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 we're, we're, we're very, I mean, we're confusing. Like you take like the really pessimistic approach and it's just like, you know, we were never supposed to be this like self-aware or anything, but I think there is some level of like 
there is like that like ataraxia that kind of contentment where you do have to ask yourself when is this enough or is it just ataraxia ataraxia is like it's it's a form of happiness that the 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 stoics uh or like buddhism and stuff like that where it is contentment it's a peace it's It's not necessarily like um like happiness Mm. like i'm happy like 24 7 it's just like you're generally okay with things that and our society does not endorse that at all because no. it's not like a consumerist yeah. doesn't like lead to productivity or efficiency, but you do have to ask yourself, like, when am I going to be enough or when will this be enough? And I don't think a lot of people do that. I think they just keep, they just keep going. And then they realize maybe that's like a midlife crisis kind of realization is where they realize like, Whoa, wait, this whole thing is never going to make me enough. Yeah. Like, I, I watched that. I, I was just going to say, uh, plug your video real quick on doomerism. Mm. great video and yeah you kind of mentioned that uh that in that video too about the concept of being enough what was the word you used um compassionate curiosity yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's like mm. and to take like that more that compassionate use compassionate curiosity to take that more inventory of yourself and love yourself and like say like i am enough this is good enough and then mm-hmm. find other ways in life for one which you realize that you already are abundant in and other ways in your life which you can make yourself abundant in other than just like the constant drive for more money, more money, more money. And of course exactly. I'm all for a person getting to the money because we, we, we need it. Unfortunately. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. You got to take care of yourself. Well, that's, I mean, that's another, that's another point that I always try to highlight is like with, there's two big arguments that I also saw when I was interviewing these people on like the, the left was like, one of them is like socialism isn't a poverty cult. And then the other one where it's like, you know, Oh, like we need to like, uh, we need to go back to being just like completely like uh, free of capital. And like, you know, it's, it's hypocritical to engage in the system at all, but it's like Marx even said, like you do need a surplus. Like he respected capitalism in some sense because it does generate that surplus, but it's where you generate that, where, where you reallocate that surplus. Is it mm-hmm. for pro-social needs? Is it for yourself or something like that? So when you're just talking about money, it's like, that's fine. Like people need to, they need to make their money. They need to get their money. Um, but are you just re like putting that right back into just the pursuit of even more and more money? Like, I mean, like lifestyle creeps, a good example of just like you, then you start going and living with like higher status people quote unquote and then your material like lifestyle goes up and you're like you're not getting any happier you're actually feeling more and more like you're drowning because it's kind of relative deprivation i feel like and and maybe this is just me pointing out that like i'm fucked up and i'm not pursuing my life properly like maybe that's what, what what's going on here but i feel like if we're not talking about like straight stoicism buddhism like contentment kinds kinds of lifestyles which I don't think are necessarily the best thing. Maybe they are, but I don't know that they're necessarily the best thing. It's like life is in the living. It's in the doing. It's like it's not the flower. It's the gardening process. It's like it's not just the meal. It's the it's the cooking of it. It's it's mm. in the doing of like trying to get from A to B. And so it's like you're never beautiful, Eddie, you're never beautiful. there. Yeah. Say again. Mm. Beautiful. That was that was beautiful. That was that was nice. Yeah. Hey, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying life isn't the flower, it's the gardener. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's yeah. what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? What poetry, you, baby. What do you want me to tell you, baby? What do you want me to tell you? <laughs> hey, it's fucking it's the absurdism of reality. You know what I'm talking about? Hey yo, no. Baba Ganoush, Baba Ganesh. Hey yo, Dion. You know? Dion, tell them about yo. the fucking deontology that you was yo. fucking saying before. <laughs> No, that's uh, I mean absurdism. Like that's that's what you're kind of talking about. Like because that's like it's like a bit more of a romantic or engaged version of like Buddhism. That's, I find. Yeah. Like because it's like you do you are you still got you still have your rock. Like you still got to fucking you know 
push it, it up you the hill because it's like, yo, it's yeah. dope. Like, I'm. What else yeah. was, I, was I gonna do? Like, I yeah, like that's the whole point. But if your rock is, you know, like having to own like uh, an insane amount of fucking, you know, factories where you're like barely yeah. paying people and they're pissing in bottles and stuff you're like that, like you squishing know. babies on the way up, yeah, you know, the rock. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not great. Exactly, exactly. I like, think about what your rock yeah. is. <laughs> but okay, so real, real quick, just I think part of maybe what I'm getting at with that thing is like I don't, I don't view contentment maybe as a virtue. It's like there is no enough. Like maybe money isn't good because it's immoral as a as a pursuit. But if I'm like, oh, I want to make more art, I want to make more interesting things, I want to learn new skills, I'm just gonna do that until I die. Like being like a fucking ascetic or whatever the fuck those dudes are called, like walking mm. around barefoot and shit all day. It's like I guess that's cool, but like no, I want to do shit. So that's like where I, cause that's why like I find like kind of using the the idea of acceptance commitment therapy as useful because like acceptance, okay. the acceptance part is where that's kind of the more like what you would associate with buddhism where it's like you are accepting things you are living in the moment you are kind of like you know you're just taking things in um and all there is is the present like that's what you have to accept and it is like hopefully you get to the point where it's like that you are already enough like that's an incredibly important thing to realize like that's Mm. and like paradoxically that is the thing that leads you to then decide what you actually want to do. So there's the acceptance and then there's the commitment, but you first need to accept before you can actually commit to something. And that will help the journey way more is if you've already accepted certain things, if you're already pursuing things out of a fear or out of a feeling of like some Mm. sort of deficit or you're not enough, that's, you know, you could achieve it, but you're more than likely going to reach that goal and then like feel like, Oh, this isn't actually like fulfilling it. Like, you know, it's like, there, there is that, there's that like initial acceptance that I think is like necessary, but then you're right. Like there is the, the commitment. This episode is brought to you by Shopify, whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching from the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the, we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply afterwards what is like when you say the word in because i you know jim carrey had and and a couple of other people have had like their little existential you know crises things in in public and have talked a lot about like the concept of am i enough why am i doing this why am i trying to become famous rich whatever it's to prove that i'm enough when you give that example what does it mean to say like i am enough I mean, it's just a, it, it's, it sounds so silly. Cause I used to always think that I'm like, what sort of complicated kind of mental gymnastics do I need to go through? Um, yeah. but I think that that, that, that ironically that in itself, you're still kind of, you're still looking for some sort of external thing that's telling you like you're enough. It's really just realizing like for better or worse, like this is just who you are right now. You can't be anything more than you are right now. You can't be anything less than you are right now. This is who you are. Like, that's just, it's, it's a very, it's a very basic insight. 
And and I think that's where like a lot of mindfulness that. comes in. I think you, you knew that. <laughs> okay, like, I'm, 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 I'm gonna be where I'm at. What do you? What do we mean? <laughs> no, but I think it's like too basic. What's you know what on? I mean? Okay, yeah, yeah maybe I'm like, not fully getting it. <laughs> you're you're like ideally, it's you you you're developing a relationship with yourself that's like kind of like a close friend. Like that, I think that's. Okay. I mean, and this is this is where I do think that it's the the more kind of spiritual or at least like uh, clinical kind of techniques work because I don't think this is something that can be like it's not really rationally like it's not like logically talked about or anything. You just need to spend enough time with yourself and trust yourself enough that you're like you're not going to punish yourself if you feel like you're not doing enough. You're not going to go like yeah. over the top and think you're like awesome if 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 you feel like you're you know you're you're on top of the world. You just have a okay. steady sense of like self. Like you have a steady sense of self esteem. You know, peace. it's it's the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing as if you have like a friend. So you ideally want to, even though the world around you or your your goals might not necessarily like you don't need to have contentment in those. You do need to have that sense of contentment in who you are. And ironically, a part of that means accepting the fact that who you are is a constant kind of process like it's dynamic it's it's ever flowing and that should help a little bit because then it's like you're not dealing with all of these inconsistencies like oh yesterday i was like super motivated but today i'm not and like i don't know what i'm gonna be like tomorrow like that's just it's just natural like you're not gonna be you're not gonna be the same thing in in acceptance commitment therapy there's the self is context and the self is content and it's ideally trying to get you into the self as context where it's like depending on the context this is who you are. Your identity is very like environmentally based. Self is mm. content. And is that where is the acceptance. That is the acceptance is realizing that okay. where it's this kind of dynamic uh, relationship with yourself. Self okay, is self content is, content. is where, yeah, that's where you are identifying with your thoughts. So it's like, you're like, you feel angry and you're like, I am angry. And then you were like, I am an angry person. And then you like start to like really build onto that. You're like, I will get angry at these situations. You start to like, you, you become more rigid and you're no longer accepting things. You're actually like going against like like sometimes environmental indicators, and then that's how you end up with kind of like people with not great personality traits, and they're they're not really like mm. jiving well with people. That's another thing that can get into your get in the way of like your own goal pursuits and the things that you're actually committing to. So it's it's the acceptance is that you're just you're just it's all you can control is yourself and your relationship with yourself, and if you can kind of uh, create the sort of like self as context relationship that's kind of like what i mean for me that involves like a lot of meditation and like kind of like reading and just like making sure i'm taking care of myself and i i and i mean this is just like you can look at people like victor frankel or uh Thich Nhat Hanh where they were like in really terrible circumstances and they were able to cultivate these kind of like psychological tools like even though you know they're in concentration camps for example they were able to still cultivate this where it's just like they're they can accept themselves, they can accept their circumstances, and then they can commit to certain things. And that's that's the second step. But the second step can't happen mm -hmm. before you kind of, you know, figure out the first part. Have you read like um, books like uh, Seed of the Soul by Gary Zukov or like, you know, um, The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer? Oh, I was somebody recommended The Untethered Soul. I, I, I haven't read either of those. Though. Yeah, I mean, because like the things that you talked about are very much like principles in those books just from like a spirituality perspective mm. and it's all saying the same stuff yeah i think i think you look at like honestly most most at least in existentialism and you look at like spiritual traditions and stuff like that it's all kind of similar like and i'm like sometimes i'm like oh maybe i'm connecting the dots and they're like not actually there but it's like 
I don't know. I feel like people people like think about these things long enough, they're going to arrive to similar conclusions. Mm-hmm. And you also just see that, especially you look at kind of the moral lessons in a lot of movies and stuff like that. And they're kind of like similar. It's like, don't take yourself so seriously. Don't be so prideful. Like, you know, kind of, kind of, it's usually like some sort of rigid personality trait that the person's overcoming or they're like overcoming like their own kind of antisocial behavior to become more pro-social or something like that. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's very similar lessons, like, you know, East and West. I think the East, like they had it like way before a lot of other people, but yeah, I don't know. Like, a yeah, yeah I'll, I'll check out those books though, especially Untethered Soul. I had that recommended. Yeah, definitely. It's been pretty good. Both pretty good. Okay, well, uh, speaking of what some shit you just said, pro-social. <laughs> like, <you> know, <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to do a fucking mineral like transition, but I'm right. shit. <laughs> speaking of pro-social, if uh, if you hang out with your friends, with your homies, you know what I'm saying, at the dinner party, and you're thinking, you know, how can we spice up this conversation? How can we say some funny shit? You know, talk about some wild shit, some deep philosophical conversations like those had on, you know, your favorite podcast, Waving the Red Flag, WTRF Radio. You might want to grab a card game from your boys at WTRF Radio. You know what I'm saying? It's, the, it's a red flag podcast game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what it is. It's a red flag podcast card game. Oh, I had it. That's the title now. It's a red flag podcast card game. It's a full sentence. You got to say the whole, right. the whole thing every it's single like time. It's like a tribe question. It's a red flag podcast game card game. All right, so we're gonna show you how how, how it's played. We're gonna play a little quick game. Uh, if you if you're interested in purchasing it, links in the in the bio. Grab that. We're sending them out into this morning. All These right. games are never quick. We have These not finished one episode. <laughs> nope. <laughs> like we. They're not meant to be quick. They're not. They're not meant to be quick. That's the point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a red flag if they? to own an investment property okay all right that was written by a socialist or something i don't know (laughs) (laughs) that one has like layers that one feels very contextual also i think it yeah i think so because i I have i had somebody tell me once at some in some conversation they were just like yeah it's just totally immoral to own a property that you don't live in that's crazy yeah, it seemed very extreme to me at the time. And, like, maybe it still does. I don't know. I don't know how I feel on it. But I'm like... No, I'm going to say no. you going to say no? No, it's not. No, absolutely yeah. not. But, you know, hey, I, I listen to Jay-Z, baby. What you want from yeah. me? You know what I mean? You got to stack million, it up two every... million, three million. I can't wait to get this shit to my children. <laughs> Look, if you're not getting richer every month, I don't know what you're doing with your life. I mean, no. you got to... <laughs> we got to flip these birds. Look, that's, Make, just straight, to... that's just straight up logical. You know what I'm saying? If the house was $100,000 before, when I come along, it's going to be worth $200,000 next year. You got to flip that thing like a burger. You know what I'm saying? It's a money burger, you know? Put it between two buns. It's like like a fucking cannoli when you eat it from the back. It's it's, it's delicious, (laughs) and you got to call it back. (laughs) Um, Look, given the other side, I feel like it's like, when I think of any type of red flag shit, it's always about what does this like like what does it maybe indicate about the person like i think it could be fine and i think i agree like i would i don't think it's a red flag in and of itself but i'm like how many investment properties and why and what are you willing to do yeah the the why is is a big thing yeah yeah because i'm like also if i just it would be something where if i'm already getting kind of slightly slimy vibes from this person it would be like Mm. that would 
that would that would i'd be like i don't want to but if if i'm if i'm actually talking to somebody let's say it's like a really like kind of like super left-leaning person and then they say that i would be really intrigued i'd be like this is an uh, interesting person because i'm like why are you doing like what's up with that because i don't know maybe maybe it's, i think that would be a red flag now because then i'd be like but I, you're bullshit but maybe maybe i'm i'm I think I'm usually attracted to people that are kind of a little bit insane and have inconsistent personality traits. So that's okay. like probably okay. the, well, yeah. you like that's what they're going for. All right. Yeah, <laughs> Not yeah. great, but you know. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm so sane uh, and well put together in the head. I just gotta bring some imbalance into my I life. I need somebody yeah. crazy. No, no. His Ryan profile is wild. Something. Like <laughs> <laughs> Do you go to therapy? Say no to no. me. Swipe left. I only want right. I only want crazy right. bitches only. <laughs> Completely inconsistent. I want a no, left no, wing Nazi, please. <laughs> craziest is if like you find somebody that they had went to therapy, but then they like didn't like their therapist and they never went back to therapy. Now there's oh. been people that have had they've had bad experiences with therapists, but to just give up on therapy just like for like the for the first like the the first lesson, I've never yeah. I don't know. That's that might be a bit of a red flag for me. That's like a have you dated know. someone who that that's what ha- has happened or a few? I've, <laughs> I've met people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> most of them. Okay. Most of them. People, yeah, yeah oh, pretty much all. <laughs> I can count all, all all of my fingers and toes. How many? Yeah, no, that makes that makes sense. I think if I if I if they if they gave off like you said slight like the vibe of I'm tr- like there's like a there's something there's like a grind set mentality that some people give off. That's a little bit like by any means, I don't give a fuck about yeah. anything else. And like, I'm defined by this. But if like, if the conversation is good, if she's got other interests, but it's, if it's like, yo, I'm just trying to get these degrees, get this money. I'm trying to get it's And there's like not yeah. depth. Yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, you want to own an investment property is like, that is, that would then be a red flag. Cause I'm like, you're the type of person to do X, Y, Z, but by yeah. itself, no. I think yeah, I think it would it would it would flourish the other red flags, but it's like it's not an yes. indicator enough of like the person's values. Yeah, I guess like it's yeah. you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe yeah. like their parents are pushing them to do it or something, or I don't know. Like, I mean, if your parents yeah, yeah, push yeah. you to own an investment property, give me those parents. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Like I mean, yeah, shit, I, really I, I, I grew up money? I grew up in really white ass oil rich Alberta. That was like a you know there was there was quite a few that that was a. You know, I feel a few, like a few of those families definitely had that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's that's a totally different like family dynamic when like they're super rich, but they're like toxic as fucking, just like terrible, morally bankrupt and corrupt people. So yeah, yeah so yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. I get that because like because if you're on a date, like when I put myself in that situation, like mm-hmm. y'all was saying, and she was just like like some guys I know who are like very like grind, like sacrifice mm-hmm. time. Exactly. Like I'm always on the ground. I'm always trying to get to the money. I'm always trying to get to the bag. You know. Red flag. Yeah. That's a red flag yeah. for sure. Well, but, I mean, like, I wouldn't say, you know what I mean? It's just. Or, like, it's not a, it's not a deal breaker. That in of itself might not be just, the red flag, but. Okay. Is that conducive with the type of relationship? You know what I mean? I want or you know. And yeah. it's no well, not like to any women shit, entrepreneurs like, that is. Uh, like, say know. she already owns the property and she's like, oh, yeah, my tenants are, like, my tenants oh, are acting, <laughs> acting up. I'm like. Oh, no. Mm. Yeah, that's a different this thing. Is, I don't know. I don't know. Dating a landlord is like that's a, that's what I'm saying because that's what an investment yeah. property is. Like you get you got tenants in there more likely than not. So it's like you have to be in that. And I'm not what saying if, what if all it's, landlords what if it's are evil, a, but no. But what if it's an investment property to house uh, homeless people or like like people that are how's she making money off that? What's the investment? Some sort of oh, now no, it's a problem. 
Yeah. Look, I can't date. I can't date nobody broke. <laughs> you got to be moral and kind and have paper behind you. Come on. <laughs> you can't win with this guy. <laughs> uh, that's it. No, true. I guess it's. I guess it's just like then it's not an investment property. Now it's a like a social property, and that's a whole yeah, different thing. That would be a green flag. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, it's not enough. Not enough to 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 move the needle anyway. Yeah. Okay. On to the on to the next. Do we want to do Desi Banks' girlfriend didn't believe in his dreams, or ChatGPT's AI Sora? Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Can generate videos now. Oh, I looked. I looked at the Desi Banks one. That would be. All right, let's do this. Oh, let's get into. Okay, let's get into the Desi Banks. Yeah, let me. I'm gonna play the video real quick. Yeah. Um. That's when I was first. Uh. You know, in my beginning stages, you know, really chasing my dream of comedy. Um. At the time, I felt like. Um. She didn't believe in my dream and my goals. I used to want her to support me so much. Um. I, you know, I thought there was going to be a woman I was going to be with. You know what I'm saying? I did a lot of stuff with, with, with her. You know what I'm saying? Every dime that I got where I was working, I, I gave it to her. The only thing I wanted to do was get me a, a haircut and, and pay my cell phone bill so I could, you know, shoot my video. Right. Um, but I felt like at the time, the, the money, uh, it wasn't coming fast enough. Right. You know, it, it wasn't there. So she went, you need, to, you need to get a job. You need to do this. You need to do that. Um, well, I can't do this no more. So, you you know, you might have to, you know, go do something else. So it, it sent me to my grandmama's house. You know what I'm saying? So I was staying with my grandma for a little minute. And at that moment. When that happened like, late, late at night, where that was like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like. So she put you out like two, three in the morning. Uh, yeah. I, and it's crazy. Like, I, I cried. Like, I, I, I cried. I was crying already. Like, you know, you know, when you're chasing something, man, you're trying to make this, you're trying to make this shit work. And. Man, I remember this shit like yesterday, bro. <laughs> like, I don't try to talk to her. She like, boy, if you don't go to sleep. I'm like, what? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, like, okay. And that, that made me cry even harder. So I just walked in, the, I walked in the living room and I was just like, damn. Shit, like, all right, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. And like I said, I had this, I, I'm so spiritual, I'm so connected with God. I had this bubblegum rapper, man. Um, and this bubblegum rapper that I held on for a little minute, I, I still got a picture on my phone. and. Man, it said stand-up comedy. I swear to God, it said stand-up comedy. And that was the thing that I was, like, running away from for, my, for a long time. Like, I didn't want to do it. Because, uh, you, know, I, I, you know, a little fear was kicked in when, right. it, you know, when it came to it. Um, but, and, and I saw so crazy. But I, used to have these, I used to have these crazy dreams, bro. Like, real talk. I used to have these crazy dreams while I was in, like, prison. Mm-hmm. Like, when I, when I was over there, I was in prison. And, like, the gates was open. Like, the, the gates was open. Like, come out. But I was so afraid to go out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I didn't, I couldn't see. I didn't know what was gonna happen. But God was like, "Well, I'm trying to give you freedom." Right. If you just, tr- I ain't gonna lie, I fuck with Desert okay. Banks, but half, I mean, half of it, I'm like, "Yo, what?" Wait, <laughs> 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 wait a 
the bubble gum wrapper come into it. That's not <laughs> what, yeah, why did it? Yeah. Did he ever was, written like stand up comedy on bu- on the bubble gum wrapper? I think it was, it was like a bubble gum that had. I don't. Does 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 the, is it like a fortune cookie thing? Like, is I think it, yeah, like I think the wrapper itself had stand up comedy on it. So, but like, very interesting. Well, he said like Shannon Sharp said the girl kicked him out like around like two in the morning. But she said when I was talk, you see, I was trying to talk to her, and he was crying, and she said, "Boy, if you don't go to sleep." Was that not the same night? I don't know. I think Shay. I think Shay was just doing the like the the interviewee shit where he was like he was being metaphorical when he said two a.m. Not like literally she kicked you out in the middle of the night, but like oh she basically like put you out the house mm. in a bad situation, and he was just phrased it that way because Desi wasn't even really listening to what the fuck he was saying. He's like yeah yeah two a.m. Anyway, so what I was saying is da da da. So that's yeah, okay. All right. Well, um, I don't know. Thoughts dissection. Hmm. Man, these women be well, okay. No, so never believed I, in a man's dream. Because I kind of didn't want the convo to go straight into is she tripping or not? Because <laughs> like that's what because I know it's gonna be the same convo that we've had a million times of like you know gender wars blah blah blah. But I know that's attached, so it'll probably come up. But I was just thinking like, is that even how a person should be like living their life? And like, should to what extent should we be like kind of supporting that in others? Because I'm like. To, to what you were saying before, Ben, like, we have these kind of, like, not innate, but, like, there are some patterns to the general things that people need. You know, a sense of autonomy, a sense of, like, creation, a sense of safety, whatever. And you have a system in front of you that allows you to pursue that through certain avenues. Like, you can't be a filmmaker before filmmaking is invented. So you have to find your sense of creation from painting or something else. Um, you can't have safety from having a gun before guns are invented. So you're only as... You're only capable of meeting needs based on what your environment provides you with. So if you're like, okay, cool. My dream is to be a fucking YouTube star. Almost no one makes it to the level that I'm trying to do that with this. Is that really how I should be spending my life? And in the meantime, like if my boyfriend is trying to do that, is that how, do I need to support him? Or do I need to be like, look, man, you need to, you need to, you need to get that, that data science degree because this shit is not going to, sustain us i don't know beautifully put mm. yeah I, s- I mean like i th- yeah sorry you go no 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 please all right i mean i was just i'm like, here every week <laughs> i was thinking like personally for me when it comes to if i was to be into in a relationship with somebody it's like first of all you obviously like them the way they are like that's like 100 percent, and then also you like how they like you so like you like how they show like affection and stuff like Definitely. that. And then thirdly is that you both agree on what sort of life life you would like like to live together. And I think that that's just like that third part. You'd kind of just have to accept that if if you kind of have more uh, crazy kind of starving artist like lower percentage chances mm-hmm. of like making it, you're going to have to accept the fact that there's going to be like less people going along with that, but like, regardless, you should just chase them. Like, don't let that... I, I think SZA also, in an interview, like, she said that her mm. um, control, like, that was that was motivated by her, like, ex not really, like, caring about, like, her music career, kind of just telling I her, like, she wasn't going to, like... Yeah, no, I mean... Album is like, so I mean, you can... sad and fucking... It's great. Yeah. Go, Gina. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, man. Putting on a no. penny with yeah. a press song. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. It's no, good. no, no, but, but I, I mean... You got 9 to 5 on the weekend? That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's it's a perfect album. Like, uh, yeah, um, 
So, I mean, like, I don't know, like, I, you can't really fault either. It's just like a difference in terms of values and stuff like that. It's just sometimes you're just, you're with somebody and you realize that you guys just have different values and it's too late. I mean, ideally this person's still, you know, they're not going to, they're not going to kick you out in the middle of the night and stuff like that. That's kind of, that's a little bit No, too I think much, there's, but, I think yeah. there's limits. I think if you kick your partner out in the middle of the night, because like you're, you're more of a piece of shit than they are for being a starving artist. I think yeah. you have a conversation. Like I, I would think, cause I get what you mean, but I think sometimes in relationships, it ends up being one, a little bit more messy than that. And two, I think people don't have as much mm-hmm. like choosing power as that mm-hmm. like list, you know, cause it's like, yeah, yeah. Finding that's like someone ideal. That you like yeah. who likes you back, who also wants the same lifestyle is like mm-hmm. that, that person. Don't you, you both got to come. So you find two. Like, of, yeah. yeah. You find yeah. two out of three and then you work on the third. Like, cool. Mm-hmm. She like me, I like her. She wants to live in the south of France. I'm trying to stay in Memphis. So how, mm. what are we going to do? Like, And you try and make it work with that. And I feel like in a situation like that, if you go, look, I love this man. He's attractive. I like the sex with him. I like what he's about. But he does not have his half of the rent any of these months. I think you kind of just go to him and go like, look, you need to have something to show for it by this time. And if not, then you need to get a real job. Because I hate when rappers or like just successful people go back and rewrite history. Like she should have known I was going to make it like no reasonable person. Like statistically, you were in the wrong. You were, you know, like it's a million people who were trying to be a YouTube star and didn't fucking make it. So her reasoning was completely logical at the time. Like, oh, they said I could never make it. Well, you probably weren't going to. Like, it's easy to go back in time and be like, well, now that That I did, you should have known. It's uh. I, I, for one, I just the, the the Twitter article is hilarious because it's like written, like no. ha ha bitch, Desi Banks a millionaire now, <laughs> like like the last line Banks is now a millionaire. It's like, and, yeah. But I mean, like, because the thing is, like, because I, I I agree with that, and like, yo, if you don't have your half of the rent, I'm making thirty k. I can barely afford the rent by myself. And pay the rest of the shit that I got to pay. And, like, we're living under the same roof. It's like, yo, we got to make something happen. And I don't. And the only, the only pushback I give is, like, when you're pursuing a dream or something creative, that's, that's very difficult to give somebody a timeline to produce a certain result with their creative yeah. dream. You know what I mean? Yeah. You might as well yeah. just say, motherfucker, get a job. Like, mm. chase your dreams, but take care of your reality, bucko. Like, we got to figure but out a way is- to make that work. I don't think it's necessary, like, because because the reason I brought that up as an example is because I think that's something that like maybe Will Smith's parents or something or somebody I think it was Will Smith. His parents said, "Look, you want to pursue this rap shit? We'll give you a year. So like you're 18 now. You you can take a gap year between before going to college. We'll give you a year. If you have something, you don't have to win an Oscar, but if you have something substantive at the end of this year, then you can continue to pursue that. If you don't, doesn't mean you have to stop rapping, but you need to enroll in, in college. And I think mm. I think. Something like, it might not be a year, it might be six months, it might be three years, whatever. I think something like that is the reasonable compromise because it's like you cannot expect your partner, who's a struggling middle class person like you, to just support you forever, and uh, with the likelihood that you're never going to like make substantial contributions to the to the household financially. Like, so what do you? I guess the question is like, what should she do there? Like knowing what she knew at the time. I mean, I think it's like it can go beyond even just like specifically whether you're providing for somebody 
or not. Like it's, it's sometimes it's just like lifestyle or just image based or people's like, like I had a situation that I'm going to oh, leave out a bunch, but it's like, there was, a, okay. there, was <laughs> there was a girl that I was interested free, in. Right, she, free gas. Yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> no, there, there was a girl I was interested in yeah. who um, I was drawn to because she was quite like, she was a little bit older and she was like more like she had a stable job. She was talking a lot about mm-hmm. kind of financial security. And I think at this point in my life, I was like, Oh, like security would be good. Um, yeah. cause like, I, I, I think I, I have, nice. I, I have secure finances and everything, but I'm like, still, I think I portray myself as kind of a crazy, just kind of like doing whatever kind mm. of person. Mm. Um, and we were talking for like quite a while. And then this other person came along who I kind of know, uh, loosely who they're like a medical student at a prestigious university. And they out in the middle of me, like talking to this girl, uh, cause we were talking about healthcare. They just like randomly, they were just like, oh yeah, like my life would like be more valued than yours if we were like at like a surgery table and, and like we had to figure out who gets a kidney. And at the time I was like, whoa, that's so disrespectful. Like I was like, Fair. what the hell? But I found out later on that this, this kind of won her over from like her friends. Like she actually found that guy more attractive than me. And it, a lot of it had to do with the fact that because he has a more prospective career as like a stable, you know, like mm. doctor. Oh, wait, sorry. There yeah. was a this this person who said that to you was a another man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just like okay, sorry, up. I got confused. Yeah, with the yeah no, it, yeah, it did yeah. sound like you said it was a girl. But like, oh so no, 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 no. The, I was talking. I was talking to her, and then the the guy showed. Guy can't. Oh, oh so this wow. was the older. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're talking to the yeah. older woman who you would talk yeah, about yeah. success. Another guy comes in. Somewhere yeah. in the conversation, it comes mm-hmm. up that his kidneys are more valuable than your kidneys or whatever. Hey, no, like if they like was it. on the surgery yeah, yeah, table, yeah. like his, yeah, yeah, because yeah. the like, other guy would get the oh, kidney yeah. before. He, yeah, because okay, I mean, like it's like a, a medical doctor versus like a YouTuber. Like I mean, that makes sense. Like yeah. I mean, for the most part, most YouTubers don't. I mean, they don't deserve a lot of oxygen. My, you know, I don't know. But how much clout? Does he have? <laughs> I don't know. How much clout does this doctor have? I feel like that's not right. No, but he's not. I mean, he's not a doctor yet. He's a he's a student. He's not even but, a doctor. No, 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 but but here's the He's thing. I realized, I realized then and there. Regardless, I was like, it's <laughs> it's nobody's fault. It was it was weird, yeah. but I was just like, I was like, I was like, there Very are just going to be certain. There's going to be certain people that they are going to um, be attracted to certain just like images of value and status, regardless of the actual like material reality of things. And uh, it's not useful for me to like uh, you know pursue certain goals or attach myself to certain goals in the hopes of attracting people that are just going right. to like maybe get won over by that. Because like, like I was like, that was just a clear example of like, it's not no. like me trying to convince somebody I made it. It's like I already made it. And then I'm like, it's still not like recognized. It just made like, it's not, it's not black and white. Like, it's just like, that's, that's why like what I said at the start, the list, I'm like, I just kind of have to go off of what I value and stuff like that. And then hope I find somebody else, you know, I can't convince other people and stuff like that. Was- if you're a starving artist, like you just have to, I don't know. Hopefully you find the right person, but you can't really blame the other person at the same time as long as they don't throw you out in the middle of the night. True. Well, okay, so like this story, because this is so interesting. For one, like I would have felt like hella disrespected. Like I would have like, motherfucker, like. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, that was the not. Girls, like, yo, <laughs> I like, like yeah. oh, yeah, that, I would have. <laughs> Especially if the girl left for it. Then I'd be I don't even know what emotion that is. But. Oh right. yeah, I mean she didn't leave or anything, but I guess it was it was a conversation way later on with like her friends that I heard from a friend that uh, that was like, oh, she found this other guy like more attractive, and she brought up that part and like that he that was like, yeah, I'm sure, yeah, that's yeah. wild, yeah, I'm, bro, like yeah, I'm I'm sure, but like I that, actually but disagree. That was, like, I think post- that's kind of tripping, but continue. <laughs> 
oh, that, but that was like, yeah, but, but there's like no post. point. There's no point getting getting upset. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because like for one, it wasn't that that just wasn't the person for you anyway. Oh, um, yeah. but this was like post YouTube success. So like you were already like Sisyphus right, like, like on the inside. Yeah, yeah. Yo, that's yeah, crazy. That, I mean, so like, you, I don't, so I don't she was I... dissing Clark Kent. Motherfucker didn't even know Superman was under the goddamn. Yeah, that's what I'm you know saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, he knows. I mean, he knows knows the channel and everything. He was so, he was oh, specifically yeah. saying that YouTuber kidneys are oh. not as important as doctor yeah, kidneys, yeah. medical student kidneys. Oh oh oh, a fucking medical student, huh? Yeah, yeah have his degree. Yo, you need to learn how to roast bend. Uh, yeah, I'm just. I, I feel like we're we're you 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 gotta stand up, man. Like I know I know you're. You know, like, this, to be fair about it, I feel like we should be mad. Like we gotta roll on this guy. This was Canadian versus American. I never win those battles. Every time I'm against uh, an American, you guys you guys know how to like you guys know how to roll, and I'm just like God, like I don't even want to. I I I think I initially uh, interact with people way too like in, in way too a friendly manner. Oh, sorry. I need to yeah. be more. Yeah, uh, that's that's <laughs> yeah. not a bad thing, but no, it is, you know. It is. Know how to throw a, a good old a good old verbal punch, somebody. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you know, like I ain't not quit that shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'll embarrass <Calm> you, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I know you're all you know, you're Zen aesthetic, you know, uh, at, uh, anaphylaxis or whatever that thing is that you said before. But I feel like <laughs> anaphylaxis. I would have been. Yeah, I forget what was what was the word. <laughs> Wait, what's the, what's anaphylaxis? Because that's like a... <laughs> it was something. <laughs> like. Like, you're really, you're really like, gonna bring up medical terms now. <laughs> it was like you said something about like not feel like being content because you don't feel the shit of wanting to do some other shit. So it's like yeah, yeah. Buddhist, like something, like yeah. But I mean, like I think anap- it's just in anapraxis like, or something like that. Oh, ataraxia, ataraxia, anaphylaxia. You have a severe allergic reaction. Um, yeah, yeah, no, exactly. It's exactly. kind of the same. That's oh shit, an allergic reaction to to happiness. Yeah, <laughs> but. I, I know you're all, you know, happy about, but I would definitely be like, I don't fuck with that. Fuck that guy. But also, I think that, like, the people are allowed their preferences thing is like, no, sometimes people are, like, their practice, their, their preferences are rooted in something that's uncommon. And it's, mm. like, it's okay for people not to want other people, but the reasons for that don't come out of nowhere. And, like, no. I think that we pretend that all of a sudden, like in, in every other area of life, we understand that valuing or devaluing people along certain lines is has, has a moral weight to it. And it's still the same in dating. Like if you go like, hey, this person's, and I get it. Like, I think that's probably something just wired, but like status is attractive. Cool. I, I get Fair enough. But I do think that some parts of it are like, we we justify it and like amp it up to the point where we're like, actually looking down on people because we're not attracted to them or we're looking down on them because they don't have xyz thing and i do think that that deserves some moral critique yeah i mean it's hard because you you can drift into the kind of like the manosphere like like the hypergamy kind of where there's like some sort of like really objective uh like status that can be measured. But I mean, I talked to, I think his name, yeah, Mac and Murphy, who's like a anthropology student who like studies a lot of like male dating behavior. And mm. uh, he basically says like hypergamy, like it, it exists, but it's very, it's so subjective that it could never actually be like measured. Like, honestly, mm. the YouTube thing is a good example. Cause I went on dates where I like, it's like the person thinks that's like, Oh, re- that's really cool. Like, like some yes. sort of YouTube status. Mm. And I mean, like at that point, I mean, that's a little bit, I, I don't really like that also because that's like a little bit yeah. they don't really just 
see you like one on one. But I've also went on dates where they just make fun of me. And they're just like, mm. they're like, oh, like, oh, so you like, wh- when are you going to get like a real job and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. So it's a very, it's a very, like, it depends. I mean, there's going to be like, like certain social roles. Like if you're an NFL football player, like, you know, there's not gonna be a lot of people that are going to like critique your, your status. Cause it's just like, that's just like more like held, but there's still going to be some people, yeah. like some people yeah, are going to yeah. be like, they, they had bad experiences dating accepted, athletes. Yeah. Yeah, it's more universally accepted. So it's just like, yeah, I have my own sort of moral critiques in terms of like, oh, like, you know, the investment property thing. It's like, I would be suspicious of somebody who saw that as like a green flag, I guess. Like the, mm-hmm. like if somebody was like, oh, like I want to have like an investment property, but I, would I don't totally have. totally get an investment property. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like that's, that's a, that's <laughs> a gold light. When I, yeah, I'm not saying I <laughs> if somebody, if somebody said that on a, on a date, like that would be. It's different from like if I was in a relationship with them or I was like dating them, but if that was like one of their their primary ways to to express who they were and describe themselves, oh yeah, like I'm like yes. I'd be kind of like why why is that yeah. number why is that one of the number one things? That's kind of what I, I mean. I'd be yeah. I'd be suspicious, um, but like I said, I'd take that as like a neutral flag. But like I wouldn't see that as a green flag. I would be suspicious if somebody saw that as like a full on like that's really cool. But that's that's my own preference. Also, that's like not. I don't know. I can morally pick that apart, but that's because it's from my own morals and stuff like that. And when you're dating, it's like, you're not in a, you're not a, you're not going to be, you should never become a debate bro when you're dating and stuff like that. Like you should just, if somebody doesn't want to do anything with you, they don't want to date you. Just respect that. Don't start like picking holes in their preferences and like, Oh, you said this, but you like this or something like that. Yeah. See, I think, I think my, cause you, you made an interesting point about the like manosphere, hypergamy, da 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 thing. And I agree. There's a lot of different, like what constitutes status is like, if you're like the top battle rapper, like there's going to be people who really want to fuck you because you're like the top battle rapper in fucking Alberta. Or Or if you're the top hot dog eater. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Somebody's going to want to gobble your glizzy. And everything. That's mm-hmm. a fact. That's true. That was um, good. That was good. Mustard and all. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think, one, there's patterns to it. But two, it's like, you're not trying to debate. You're not necessarily trying to debate someone into liking you. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. as you said, like, there are situations where you're like, it almost sounds like you're in the opposite boat where you're like, I would really prefer if you weren't into me because I'm a YouTuber. Because that doesn't feel like you're interested in who i am at an individual level seem to be the implication there and i feel like you can criticize from but like when someone says hey it's fat phobic to say x y and z and then people are like it's just my preference it's like well that the point isn't me like trying to argue someone into dating you the point is your value system is a bad one and i happen to be pointing mm-hmm. that out not yeah. maybe not for my because sometimes it'll be like this doesn't even apply to me I have the thing that you want. I'm just talking about this situation. So I think that's the the, the conversation. Oh, I think is more interesting here. I think it's like for me, I don't have the I don't have the energy to like like if somebody True. yeah if some if somebody's like doing something that's just like I mean yeah like the YouTube example and I I just see objectively I'm like okay they're acting a certain way. I'm not gonna like say anything. I'm not gonna like point it mm. out. I'm just gonna be like you gonna drop a YouTube video. All right, it was nice meeting you. Like something like that. That's yeah. what I was going <laughs> to expose. I, I really wanted to go back to that because, like, I I was getting kind of mad for you because I'm like, what the f-? like? When are you going to get a real job? It's like, yo, are you 
supporting yourself fully and financially, standing on your own two feet with doing what you're doing. You like it. You're working on your own schedule. You basically work for yourself, working from home. Like, you got so much freedom. But why the fuck would somebody want you to give that up to get a quote-unquote real job? And I wanted to ask you, did you continue the date? How long did the date last after that? Because I would have just been like, I would have chopped the ass off politely and left and paid. Oh, for, I, you know. I, I think looking back, because I talked to this person, like, since then, I, I feel like it was maybe a little bit of like a girl version of like nagging kind of but i was like i remember i was i thought it was cute yeah i thought it was i thought it was a little tongue-in-cheek it did go on for like a long time so i was like like, yeah um but but i mean i have i have met i've met a lot of people like in non-dating experiences where they're just kind of like oh like do you not have like a real job or it's like they'll kind of i'll be like, they're like oh so you do that full time and i'll go yeah and they go oh and they there's no other questions after that. And i'm kind of like yeah. i don't think that was like a positive well, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, all right good. that's that's so interesting that's oh, such an interesting yeah. boy okay i'm oh like, like also no but there's also some risk because it's like if somebody told me they had a youtube channel i would assume it's like minecraft or like uh you know something like i also just kind of gauge it off of like how open-minded somebody is like if they're if they're gonna ask more, I guess then that's like, then that's already a good sign. But if they just close the conversation there, I'm kind of like, all right, like I don't know, I, I just don't I don't have a lot of energy in like trying to convince people, I guess, like with things you know, when it comes to dating. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm, and, I, and I'll move on to another thing before we close out. But I guess w- what I was aiming to get at is not the idea of like trying to convince an individual person mm. of like, because I, I wouldn't do that either. Like if I'm on a, I'm not. It's not about the individual person, but it's like. The conversation that we're having now of talking about whether or not that is I see, thing I see. we should promote. Oh, there's 100 percent moral yeah. inconsistencies with people's preferences. Like that's there's no yeah. doubt about that. I don't think that those can be like. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if those can be disentangled. Really, I kind of just would prefer all mm. of the people with the inconsistent moral preferences to just be dating each other, mm. and then we have like a a separate mm. dating pool. That's the true hypergamy. See, is like the yeah, <laughs> it's just about the good, the idiots, and the everybody else. Yo, no, I mean, like, I, I have plenty of red flags, so I don't want to. I don't want to separate myself from that. I'm not. I'm not the healthiest person to date either. So. No, that's that's also true here. I think that's everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody's got their things. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like it's different when you have your thing and you don't have any accountability towards like your own flaws versus having ability versus having that accountability and being um, open, Some transparent. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Self aware and actually yeah. working on your flaws and then like. Comp- building compromise and communication with your partner that's that's the yeah, optimal that's situation yeah. and it's bigger than like it's bigger than like it's bigger than dating like it's it's these preferences follow like systems of indoctrination like these are mm. these are the way that we police one another into like here's what's valuable or not like if a guy says i would never date a woman who doesn't shave her underarms who do- doesn't wear makeup it's like okay cool maybe that's a preference maybe it's got a moral whatever in it but it's like what that is is the individual like policing arm of a massive system that's controlling people's like mm, everyday I life. See. Yeah. So it's like if we're having a conversation about this, it's like, oh, we'll just live and let live. It's like, no. Like we gotta rearrange what society, how society is, is arranged because there are people who are like living under the boot of this thing mm. as expressed in a minimal way through preferences. But like it's your whole life. Like I'm I'm trying to I wanna be a fucking I don't know, you're a woman and you wanna be a fucking scientist and you're like, fuck, I'm having trouble dating. What the fuck is going on? How do I live my life? Yeah, that's not a live and let live. That's like how? What do we? How do we like re? 
well, you probably can't solve that lady's problems, but how do we raise the next generation of people to not be fucking dickheads? I see. I, I guess it's like it's like a hopefully the byproduct of just like better social awareness and like more open mindedness and stuff like that is maybe people's like dating preferences will be a bit less like. But I, I don't think that's happening because I think social media is making it a lot more extreme, like especially with mm. like like especially like the guys versus girls, like like I don't know like I the the, the, the ick the ick trend from like yeah, a while yeah, ago. Yeah. Um, I mean that's still kind of a thing, and like um, I mean even all podcast bro bullshit, like yeah 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 yeah. It it seems to be like accelerating, but hopefully maybe maybe <laughs> there maybe it's battling like out where it's yeah. like there's a lot more awareness, like there's a lot more people talking about it, um, but there is also a lot more of like. Uh, kind of especially on tiktok where it's like i'm not gonna like if girls do this then like just break up with them or like if guys do yeah. this and like you know stuff like that they'd be so quick know. with like just a simple issue oh my god break up with them. like they've been together for 10 years like i mean get him up out of here right oh my it could never be me you single what do you mean it's not you it whatever will yeah um Okay, I want to close it with just like one like kind of goofy uh thing that I think was in here uh and then we'll and then we'll close it would you rather lose the ability to speak or have 20 percent shittier memory and then how do you think that would change your life i'm already living with 20 percent shittier memory in real life so That's give me 40. that oh wait but this is gonna be on top of whatever your memory is <laughs> oh today, it's, gonna, so it's, it's gonna be compounded it's gonna be stacked <laughs> i mean of course like you can't be like it's less than what i used I mean, to no, have. No, you, I, you, 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 you gave me the question i got the thing so i'm just gonna say b <laughs> Circle B, no problem. Okay. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. What? Explain what the the twenty percent like shittier memory. What would that? So wherever that your memory, like? it would be like. So like if if right now you currently like lose thoughts or like can't remember what you were gonna do or what you were gonna say, you know, uh, two times out of ten. Now it's four out of 10. three times, four times, four times out of ten. Or like you know you mm. can't remember like things that you read all too like as well as you used to like if you read a book you can't remember a certain chapter as well as you used to oh man both these things are like my job this is like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Your job is think also talking, so yeah yeah i know i'm i don't know i probably i probably still do the memory thing maybe i'd be maybe i'd be a little bit happier if i just like was forgetting some things you know hopefully mm-hmm. it would be shaving off some things that i just like don't want to but yeah i guess Ooh, if it's there like goes first grade my, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was all first grade. It was all, all yeah, the, all the yeah. What if the memory was just it was one <laughs> yeah. big chunk of your life? It was everything terrible. Mama, I can't recall her. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, what about you? I I would lose the ability to speak. I think just because really, I think like because I can still type. You know what I mean? Like I feel like twenty percent. Like I feel like my memory is like decent, but like it's not. Per- it's definitely not perfect and if i was at like 80 percent of that i'm like that would just change the way like i fuck i'd be forgetting like my life more i'd be forgetting like what my thoughts were about shit i'd be forgetting books and shit like whereas talking don't get me wrong it's a hard decision i would like to be able to talk but i'm like i can still express myself and write and sign language and all that kind of mm. shit so whereas 20 percent shittier memory it's like the shit i'd be saying would just be some dumber shit than i already say so but then you know. can become. I feel like you get richer if you're like a streamer or a podcaster, and you're saying like even being dumber. dumber? Shit. Yeah, I, I love oh, that. Oh, I thought she was about to say if he couldn't speak, <laughs> found a way to do. <laughs> no, have you seen that clip of it? it's like Aiden Ross and XQC, and Aiden Ross goes like, "Have you heard of Pangria?" And then like 
uh, XUC's like, what's that? Is that like World of Warcraft? He's like, no, like Big Bang Three versus Pangria. Like there used to be all the continents together. Oh. And he goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I shit. <laughs> he's like, is this when like the meteor happened? It's like Pellegrino. It's when the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard of and it. He's like, are we talking about the world or the earth? And he's like, oh, no, these are the two same things. And he's like, right, right. And I'm like, this is like, yeah. these guys are getting paid millions. Like, this is crazy. Like, if I had like 20% less memory, like, I don't even think I'm reaching that exactly. Like, uh, mm, you'd be a two million. Already. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you just dumped it. If you just calm down with the words a little bit. Yeah, Look, everybody ain't trying to hear all that smart shit all the time. You know what I mean? Like sometimes exactly. people just want to laugh. Yeah. That's my issue. That's I gotta I gotta change my angle. Yeah. <laughs> nah, man, be you, man. Be your authentic self, you know what I mean? But that's follow, crazy. Follow yeah, your like, dream. You would really <laughs> give up the ability to speak to retain twenty percent memory. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you. I don't think so you, eloquently spoken. I don't I think. Don't, what I appreciate. Also, that, you're a podcaster. Like this is like a. But okay, because so, this, cause this <laughs> okay. is. I was watching. I was watching your uh, podcast with Alison Via on mm-hmm. existentialism and something, and y'all brought up a conversation of like how do we adapt to major losses and changes in our ability. You know what I mean? You're a you're a swimmer. You break your your ankle. You know what I'm saying? You're a uh, you're a surgeon. And your hands don't when you get arthritis, whatever. And you go, okay, how heavily have I identified with one aspect of myself, and how do I keep like? Because I feel like that's sh- that is the shit that happens in life all the fucking time. You mm-hmm. just gotta steer left to some because some major shit happened. You're like, yeah. cool, I'm a model. Then you start going bald, and you're like, fuck, I can't do that job no more. So I'm like, which life would I rather lead? Like one where my brain is twenty percent shittier, or one where I can't talk. I get, I understand the. It's it's a challenge, of course. That's that's a good question, but it's like, I don't think like I think you underestimated how much a twenty percent drop in your like memory capacity is. Maybe I'm only experiencing ten. <laughs> like, yeah. What if, what if you go negative ten? What if, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You don't even know where yo, you're like, at right now. You might, you might bottom out. <laughs> oh my god! But no, like, just think about because like, there's so many ways in which that you can save the memory. You know what I mean? Like, you can like record it, write it down, instead of just not being able to talk. Like, you know how? Like, I don't think you understand like the gravity and impact of just okay. being able to talk is on a day to day basis dating. Talking, you can't call a bit. You can't call a woman on the phone. You can't spit that hot fire to her. I can. I can get a. I can get a. I can get a. You know, one of them speaking spell shits that, that Stephen Hawking used to have. You know, what I'm you saying? gonna be goddamn do. using Morse code. Yeah, on the fucking phone. No, I can definitely do one of those. What you want that mouth note? Kind of like with the whatever those speaking spell type shit. The Stephen Hawking joints. Yeah, but also I feel like I see what you mean. Life could be worse, or not, it could be harder, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just thinking about, like, if I was a guy who was deaf, for instance, and or mute, and I had to use sign language to operate, I'm like, cool, now I date deaf women. That's like, it's not the, like, finding one, per, like, dating, it's like, I only have to find one person, and that's probably enough. I don't have to be able to seduce everybody with my, with my mouth, you know what I mean? Um, but Pulse. I think with the, with the memory thing, it's like, Am I, go, am I what? Am I recording everything all the time? Like when I'm trying to write a journal or whatever, I'm like forgetting shit. Like twenty percent drop memory. That's like pre Alzheimer's. Like I'm just going off of when I was watching. I think I was watching like Too Hot to Handle or something. But it's like it's mm-hmm. always like the the guys that like literally present as almost like 
they might have like they might have more than 20 percent memory loss like they're just like they they kind of have like infantile brains and they're like entertaining like they're funny yeah but they're just like not like they're not remembering things they're just kind of living <laughs> in the moment they're just kind of happy they're the ones that all the girls are just like completely they're Ooh, you know, candy. They, like they're, yeah, yeah like they're they're, they're, they're <laughs> the other girls just like go crazy for them and they're they're the ones that they're like there's like three or four girls that are just like all fighting for this like one guy who's just like literally just like he's just living like he's just like you know, are y'all so like, just I don't living know. for pussy? Like, what's going? Like, why? I think, is I think, I think that's yeah, why is the conversation the coming back to this? Like, <laughs> it sounds like you just want to date mute girls, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, why, why are you talking? Why are we talking so much? <laughs> no, I'm saying, I'm saying, like, it doesn't like I'm, my my life and what I want for my life doesn't revolve around like maximizing pussy output. Like, that's not the main thing. I, like, you know, I mean, you know, hey, you know, women are just so sparkly. You know, we can't help but really get it. back to you know. I get it, but what about know? writing and travel and adventure and like you know? Yeah, uh, ma- the, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Okay, I, I was gonna say like I think the difference comes down to like self presentation versus um, like your actual like lived experience, and I think that okay. you value your actual lived experience more, like in terms of like you you are fully retaining your memory, and it's like yeah, it's gonna inhibit your own like social interactions and stuff a little bit mm-hmm. but like you're okay with that it's a slight deficit but you're still fully living life whereas like josh and me are like a bit more i guess narcissistic and we're laid. just yeah no but it's even like even even beyond that it's just like it's just like basically just like social interactions making friends interacting with people it's like yeah we we, we would prefer to not always remember everything mm. and be kind of just like a little off because honestly in social uh, interactions like i think what i'm trying to say is just in general those people yeah. tend to do they tend to do like better like i i think like no, not in actually... like maybe the morally great way but like a lot of grifters and stuff the fact that they can't remember a lot of the times they like contradict themselves and like they can just kind of just jump from one thing to another and they're just so like adamant that they're always right like you can make a, a lot of money off of that so you're probably the morally righteous person in this he's he's not you know what you actually just made me change my mind. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, right. because was, I was like, wait a minute, that's a lot of that's you're a not going to be making any money. Yeah, well, I ain't think about none of that. Shit. I ain't think about all that. Yeah, you know, women with memory loss. I think no. Okay, not not that part, but the part that you said about socializing, like a twenty percent memory loss would be because I, I I think core to what I'm getting at is memory loss to me is death. That's that's what I'm. That's like the background of what my thinking is is that like to lose more of your memory is to lose more of yourself and it's to be dying a little bit more quickly um Mm -hmm. so that's part of it but i'm measuring that against like what's the impact on my life cool i can't talk but at least there's there's more of me i wouldn't want to 20 percent die to be able to talk but you make a good point about the the socialization bit like being able to connect even if i was a little bit more dead being fully alive and not being able to connect and having that difficulty to make, like I can only be friends with deaf people and mute people. That seems like a small community. I don't even really know. Oh, very, I, and, and you like dinner parties way too much, but like you're like the, the connector of people. Like kind of like, you, you, I mean, yeah, you gotta maybe, talk yeah. to do all of that shit. And then like the shit that you be thinking, there's the quippy snapbacks and little shit you be saying to people just off the cuff. <laughs> you can't do none of that shit no more. You got them. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> right. Yep. Right. Hey, yeah, they're not even paying attention to me. I'm in the corner like, yo. <laughs> you just be laughing at yourself, right? 
<laughs> I'm trying to, I've got a, I've got a fucking like a chalkboard around my neck. Like, hold on. Yo, yeah, did you s- look? Right. It's very clever. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I think that's the, I think that's the pod. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think I'm glad we figured it all out at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah. The two most important things in life are pussy and being able to con people, I think is the philosophy we <laughs> Yeah, you want to be a grifter. That's yeah. going to be well, the title of uh, Ben's next video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to remarket myself, myself a little bit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the philosopher's uh, fucking red pill <laughs> manosphere <laughs> person. Um, so look, if you find yourself um, identifying only uh, as someone who wants to uh, have an investment property, it might be you with this waving the red flag, but at the same time, if you um, see a guy, if you see a guy at a dinner party tapping on the uh, chalkboard attached to his chest because he's decided to give up his ability to speak, you might be seeing a red flag. It's the red, it's the waving the red flag podcast. It's been Eddie. It's been Josh. Joined today by the illustrious, super famous, ultra wealthy uh, millionaire. Uh, Sis Fifty Five. Where were you guys this summer, man? I needed that. <laughs> yeah, look, yo, we should have been hyping you up at that table, like, yo, fuck you. He's a fucking medical student, man. This dude, I know, right? <laughs> this dude's a th- he's famous. He's. <laughs> this part of he's right. We should have came in like, oh my god, is it's that Sisyphus. It's fucking Sis Fifty Five, Mister Fifty Five. I'm. Oh my god, I'm. You changed my life. Fifty Five. <laughs> I, she would have been. She would have been moist. She would have been slipping in the chair. Like, oh shit, Mister Fifty Five is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So obviously, if you want bonus content from us, hop on the Patreon, shop of Spotify, or YouTube to become a member of our channel. You get access to the Discord and all that good stuff. If you want to have, you know, some conversations like the wet and wild crazy shit that we do, cop the card game. Have it at your latest dinner party, or you know, your, your date with your whoever your special someone, you know what I'm saying? Like, subscribe, turn on notification bell. We'll see you next week. And for now, Ben, AKA, you know, Dr. 55, where can the people find you? What should they check out? I got to do it. Professor 55, I apologize. Right, right. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you just look up Sisyphus 55. That's like my my channel. That's, I guess Mm -hmm. I have, I got a sub stack also on there. I just don't know what the, uh, yeah, but. I don't know. You can find everything. Everything's linked on there. Yeah, he so. said, I'm already known. Don't even, yeah, don't yeah. act like they don't, they know who the fuck I am. <laughs> I'm really bad at promoting myself. I feel so You don't need to. We get it. We know. Yeah, we got know. fucking little 20 oh, gang. You God. got it. Yeah, you're good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, it's, it's an organic 1 million. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Crazy. It's, it's, I mean, yeah. I, mean I, I hope, I hope this like, uh, this gives you guys like a bit of a, bit of a boost. Cause I, I, I like yeah, your fingers channel. Crossed. I, I saw your, I saw your, no, your, your conversation with FD and, uh, yeah, I know. I mean, you guys, it's fun. I feel like I feel like there's there should be more podcasts that are a bit bit more like they're not super reactionary, but they're also mm-hmm. not like super over the top like um like critical social analysis like um you know, just people can kind of tune out a little bit, which I think you guys do. That's not that people don't listen to you intently, but No, that's yeah. You got to tune <laughs> yeah, in and tune go. out, but don't cop out. It's WTR Exactly. Mm. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> WTRF <laughs> Your favorite show, Wavy Red Flags. The flag. Oh, okay. <laughs> the flag. <laughs> All right, let me let me end this recording. <laughs>